0: All right, Rabotai, welcome. So we have Orachim Kadosh. Uh, it's a special week. It's Parashat Balak, but it's also the York site this week of the Orachim Kadosh of Haim Ben Atar on the 15th of Tammuz. Comes out uh, this Thursday. And uh, <clears throat> of course, every week, we hope that the Tzadik zechut will be upon us, but especially this week, uh, we uh, say today's the veturan his name, and it should be a uh, zechut. Uh, for all of us, that the great Sadiq that the Ba'a Shem tov said about the Kadosh, that he has the ruach of Mashiach Ben David, and uh, clearly he was one of the uh, great great rabbis of his time. He's buried in Harizetim in uh, Yerushalayim, and uh, we pray that God soon, the real Mashiach Ben David, with the nefesh, the ruach, and the neshama, will come back and redeem us. Uh, Bekarov amen. So in Balak, he has a nice, uh, beautiful piece here in the beginning when Balak is hiring uh, Bil'am. So he sends him the following message it's right in the beginning. By Yishtak Malakim Bil'am, he says, Messages to Bil'am bin Beor, Petora. Asher ala eres eris b'ne'amor l'krolot. He called him, Lemor. And he says to me, there, behold, Am Nation has come out of Mitzrayim. The Orach Chaim says, lo yadua shiatsu The whole world knew that Benei came out of Mitzrayim. I mean, that's not news. You're not telling Bel anything he didn't know. He Of course. Furthermore, Uma uh, gam especially who you're talking to. Bel actually was one of the advisors. Of Par'oh. So if anybody knows about the Jews and Egypt and they came out, it's it's Bilam himself. And then he comes along and he says that uh, when he tells them, Again, he uses the word hine. Now, anytime you use the word hine, it sounds like it's a surprise. Hineh, behold, something that was unexpected. So the order is asking, what is this double Hine? Hine am Behold, the people come out of mitzrayim. Hine, behold, Kisai cites The pasuk could have just said, na'aris. and They have covered, they're all over the place. They're covering the, the eye of the land. So the Ra'ad explains it like this. We know that Par'o had three advisors. When he gave the, uh, uh, when he had the meeting and it says in Parashat Shemot, we must make a plan, lest they multiply, uh, and they'll uh, kick us out of the land. So who was part of that meeting of the advisors of Par'o? Bil'am. They had who Bil'am. who asher ya'atsa It was Bil'am that gave the sinister advice to Par'o. And with his witchcraft and magic read, he amid kishuf. Uh, the uh, magic and the sorcery that he put in place enabled lechol or lebal yuchal eved He basically put Egypt or the Jews in Egypt on a a, a, a black magic lockdown. I mean, they couldn't leave. It was impossible for a slave to leave Mitzrayim as a result of Bilam's uh, magic. And he was certain. He he would sign his name. He said, "Listen, with my magic and my sorcery and my uh, uh, um, uh, different uh, tricks that he has up his sleeve, the Jews will never leave Egypt." That's one of Bilam's things that he's certain of. So now Balak sends uh, Bilam a message. He ne'er behold. I'm Yitzhak of Israel. Guess what? You were wrong, Bilam. Hefec ayadua, who battled Koah Hakishafim. They were able to override even your black magic. They got out. Epsharki Bilam ayam mptiah et Balak. It's quite possible, says the Rab, that Bilam promised for told Balak this at at some point in time. Shelo yitzu Yisrael Misham Olamit. I mean, he probably had conversations with Balak, these were big figures, and they were probably talking one day, and Bil'am said, I'll tell you one thing, these people are never leaving Mitzrayim, I have them under such a spell and such a lock that that nation is going to be there, Olamit. And Balak sends to Bil'am, and he tells him, I want you to know something, you were dead wrong regarding the Jewish people and not being able to leave Egypt. (inaudible) They left. Furthermore, when uh, Bil'am gave the advice to Par'o during those meetings, and what was the advice? (inaudible) You need to oppress them in order to diminish and decrease the population. It was Bilam's advice to take the boys and throw them into the into the water, and uh, to take the children and put them as human bricks. Again, all with the sole purpose to diminish and decrease the population. But guess what? It had a a, a reverse uh, result. Forget about that. It didn't diminish the people. On the contrary, they only multiplied in a in a great way. Forget about diminishing up. They're taking over the whole world. They're covering the whole eye of the land. So therefore, he near again, behold, you were wrong. You thought that you'd be able to decrease them. So in the in uh, Balak's language, basically, he's telling me, oh, for two, or you're batting a thousand, that you're a thousand percent all the time wrong. And now, what is he trying to tell him? That he's not, if you're trying to hire somebody, you're not going to uh, tell them how wrong they are. But there's a reason why he wants to point this out to them. He says, and now this nation is right in front of me. It's clear from the Jewish people, what they're doing, that he's putting his uh, efforts and energies towards me. He wants to attack us. And he wants to inherit our lands, just like he did to Sichon, And just like he did to Og, now they're coming after us. And the Oral says, it's true that B'nai Israel they had ammunition, and they were uh, militarily uh, 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 giving a front at least as if they were going to attack uh, Mo'af. So obviously Balak you know, was able to see what's going on on the other side of the border. He we're in trouble. Now why would he send these things uh, in such a way to Bal'am? Because he was trying to anticipate what Bal'am's going to answer. That Bal'am might say what do have to travel all the way from Aram Naharaim all the way to Muab, I could do it from here. If all he wants me to do is curse them, I could do it virtually. We'll do it on a Zoom chat. And Bilam will use his kishup, and he will say. He was worried that he was going to come along and tell him, I did some kishuv, and you have nothing to worry about the Jewish people. They're not coming after you. They're not going to bother you. And therefore, leave me alone. Not necessary to come. And he'll send them a message back. They're not going to bother you. They're not going to attack you. So therefore, in the beginning of the shlichut, he tells them, You can't trust your kishafim because your kishafim told you that they're not going to leave Egypt. And it's not so they left Egypt. And your kishafim said that we're going to diminish them. And they didn't get diminished. These people are not subject to black magic. And if you think you're just going to use some, you know, sorcery back home from far away and just tell me oh, everything will be okay. It's not. You said everything will be okay once and you were wrong. And you said it twice and you were wrong. And therefore, you can't stay home and just rely on your kishuf. And therefore, he says, Because you said they're not leaving. the And the advice that you're going to give against them, it's not going to help. You had an idea to diminish them. The advice that you're going to give me, it doesn't work with these people over here. So therefore, and to come and tell me that nothing's going to happen, I see that they're in front of me. And therefore... Basically, he's telling you got to come face-to-face with them and curse them. Black magic is not going to work, and advice is not going to work. Your black magic showed not to work, so therefore it doesn't work. And you gave advice about all what to do, didn't work either. And they're in front of me, now about to attack me. The only thing you could do is not give me advice or shoot from far. Get down here, get in front of the people, get on a mountain, and you have to curse them. So that's his, his pitch in order to anticipate Bilam trying to save, you know, to save a bus ride, to save a camel ride or a donkey ride from Adam Naraim to Muam. He's anticipating Bilam to say, fine, I heard it, and we'll do this, uh, we'll do this over the phone. He says, no, this cannot be done a uh, long distance. Because the methods that you're going to use long distance is either kishu for giving me advice and hine, hine. didn't work in that case it didn't work in the other case and therefore you got to come down. Then he says next verse and of course means immediately she do not delay afilu shiur shahat even for a small moment him the in danger, in imminent danger every minute. That's why he uses the word and he's asking him more than asking; he's beseeching him. He uses the word "na." He says "lashon bakasha," beseeching him. And of course, he puts the word uh, the word "na" not before the word because then it would be "na which means "please come." But that's not his main intention. His main intention is, please curse. So that's why the word na is closer to arali. Because that's his main intention. Now, what does he mean when he says arali? Now, clearly, Balak was not saying curse me. Arali means curse me. means curse for me. Uh, That's the lashon he says over here. Let's sort of key for my benefit. Meaning... I don't want you to wait until I get attacked, and now you're going to come along and take a revenge. That doesn't help me. I need you to take a preemptive, pre-emptive curse before they attack. That will be to my benefit. <laughs> and after, um, i going to. After the Jewish people are going to take revenge. <laughs> And therefore, save us from, a, from an attack. We don't want you to come before it's too late. Now he says, even further. He says, and I need you to curse. Now, what is he saying, Lee? I need you to do it for me. Meaning, there's a the midrash that says that Bil'am actually blessed Balak. And it was the blessing that Bil'am received. Sorry, the blessing that Balak received from Bil'am that actually brought him to his power and to the throne. And Balak understood that he is the blessed man because of Bil'am. Bil'am gave him a blessing and it worked. And Balak felt lucky. Balak felt that he had certain, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, a good uh, fortune or good luck, we'll call it, from that blessing. So he says but even me I'm blessed already I received your blessing and it's working and I'm having success but even I your I'm not going to be able to do this you to come along and curse the trees my the fact that I am blessed is not going to save me from these people to any And if you're going to come along and tell me, Bil'am, again, anticipating Bil'am's refusal to come and say, what are you talking about? Like, nothing's going to happen to you. I blessed you already. They are greater than me. Or Ahim HaKadosh explains greater than me in two ways. Number one, physically they're stronger. They're more powerful. That means they're a better army. They're more capable. So even though I'm blessed, but... Naturally, they have an advantage. And furthermore, If it's a battle of the blessings, they are more blessed than I am. Shui gave me a berakha, but they have the old blessings of the Avot, and the Imahot, and of God. And therefore, just to tell me that I can do it myself, I can. I need, even though I am who I am, even me who has the Berachot, it's not enough. Not from a natural standpoint and not from a spiritual standpoint. Then he says, Ulai, this is Balak talking, Ulai maybe uchal naqibor. Now, even with all this, to show you how fearful Balak and the people were, that even with you coming, and even with you cursing, and all that said and done, it's still a ulai. It's maybe, and maybe what? I don't have intentions at all that I'm able to eliminate these people. These people, they're they're not going to get eliminated that quickly, but maybe I'll be able to diminish them a little to show you how fearful that even after all this, what Bil'am will do, his, his greatest hope is that on a, on a maybe will be able to diminish Bnei Israel and, uh, and chase them. So that's the way the order HaMekadosh explains the Pesukim. But then he says, when Balak said, so we for the two ways, meaning that I need you to do it for my benefit to curse them before they attack me. even me that has blessing, I need you to come and do this with me because my blessing is not going to overpower B'nai Israel's natural strength and spiritual strength. But then he says that, uh, that by saying is actually saying, curse me. And guess what? Because he used that language, curse me, actually B'la'am ends up cursing uh, Bilam ends up cursing Balak. Now, you're not going to see it anywhere in the text. No way does Bilam curse Balak. But what ends up happening is is that B'la'am will come, and instead of cursing, he blesses. Now, one of the blessings is that he tells uh, Balak the future of B'nai Israel. And he guaranteed them, as the rab writes, They'll be secured from the Jewish people, B'nai Yisrael not going to do anything to Moab, only at the end of time. So at that point over there, Balak says, I'm good. There's nothing, there's nothing to worry about. Bil'am just revealed to me a great secret. When well, Messiah comes, Balak won't be around by then. We'll have to worry. But as of now, we're good. So what did Balak do? He left Moab and he went back to Midian. He went back home. Now, he wouldn't have gone back home if he still felt that B'nai Israel is an imminent threat. But once he was told by Bil you have nothing to worry about, he goes back to Midian. What happens when he gets back to Midian? So the Pasuk says, he fell by the sword, they killed him. It says later on, in Pereklamid Aleph Pasukhet, that they ended up killing Malchem Midyan, Harigu Beharib, and one of them is Tzul, And who is Suud? Suud is Balak. So look what happened. By bringing Bil'am, you ended up getting information about the Jewish people. And therefore, you felt that you're secure. That's what Bil'am told you. Therefore, you felt you can go back home to Midian. Guess what was waiting for Balak when he got home from Midian? The sword. And he ends up getting killed. And therefore, as a result of hiring Bil'am, the curse ended up going on Balak. And who else got killed? Balak's daughter. Who was Balak's daughter? Kozbi, Batsur. So what a curse for him. I mean, Bil'am definitely cursed, but he cursed the wrong people. He ended up cursing Balak. I mean, B'nai Sale survived it, and Balak's family was in shambles. Balak's dead, Kozbi's dead. And the says that, uh, that's all from him saying, Ara li, curse Lee. Although his intention was not curse me, but that's what ended up happening. The Rab concludes the Kayem Mashin emar To fulfill what the Pasuk says, let their own swords that are faced outward to kill us, let their swords be turned back inwardly to kill them. And he does mention over here in this piece about Aharita Yamim. And we are waiting for those days uh, uh, excitingly. But the end of days where Bnei Israel will not have to just intimidate Moab, but will be able to go on the offensive against Moab and Edom, the other nations. And then the Pasuk will say,